So I'm going to ask us to stand as we put our hands together and welcome our dad, our father, Reverend Dr. Koza. We are thankful to him that Unkulunkulum Umletela Fotima. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bazalwani, you can be seated. It's a great joy for me to be here this morning. And um, I just want to say, I would like to say thank you to the leadership of this church. I'm so glad and uh, it's a great joy for me to come to this wonderful uh, Founders Day. It's a wonderful thing. God has been so great and gracious to us in South Africa. Amen. Amen. I want us to read from the Word of God without wasting any time the book of Ephesians chapter 4. We'll read from verse 10, 11, Perhaps I'll read 12 too. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for, for the edifying of the body of Jesus Christ. Bazalwane, when you read the Bible, and when you read especially the book of Ephesians, um, you, when you study the whole book, the theme of the book is uh, the body of Christ and the head, who is Christ Jesus. And we read these five ministries in this body. Kangangoba, in the body of human body, we have got five ministries, we have got five senses. We've got eyes, we've got taste, we've got feelings, and many other uh, 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 signs. If somebody comes in into this church, maybe he cannot see. We don't usually see blind man because there's something wrong in his senses. Something wrong. Because there's something that is short. The same thing with the body of Christ. In the body of Christ, we have five ministries. These ministries represent the eyes, the touch, 
the feelings. Uh, if the church doesn't have one of them, of course, obviously, can be blind, can be deaf. And I want to say that these are the gifts that God has given. The Bible says when Jesus went up into heaven, he gave gifts to men. I will build my church. Jesus Christ is building his own church. Nobody else. But he's not only building his church in Angogwak. He has given gifts to men who are building this church. And these men are the five uh, ministries that we have just read here. Five ministries that we have just had. And Uma Ufundagati, when you read the scriptures properly, the Bible says these, these gifts were not given to everyone. The Bible says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some teachers and pastors. Abanya they are totally, really pastors. They cannot do anything else. And there are some who are totally evangelists. They cannot do anything else. My father was a pastor and uh, he couldn't do anything else but he loved the souls of men. And when he passed on, they asked me to go and help the church. I failed. Because what he was doing was Terrible. I couldn't do it myself. You know, he used to go out <laughs> and uh, the service of Negitalian was seven. And he would go around collecting Abazalwan. And during the week. The service was seven, eight, And after the church, he will take them back home. That was a real pastor. <laughs> but I couldn't do that. When they asked me to go and do, to go and help them, I said, "Look here, everyone must come to church." I will help you after the church. If there is something, there's danger in your road, then I can pick you up and take you home. But everybody must come. And they said, no. Because <laughs> he had, he had a, Now, there are people here who are really, really uh, God has given us. And I want to say, Bazalwane, here, Quick Grace Bible Church, God has given us a wonderful, wonderful gift. Yeah. Amongst the gifts that are here, it's only the apostle that can evangelize, that can teach that can do what? Prophesy and 
pastor. All these other groups is difficult. I can give you an example of a person that you know very well. If you went to listen to Pastor Reynard Bonke, he cannot pastor a church, but he is a powerful evangelist. He has moved the whole world. When he was asked to preach, to teach somewhere, instead of teaching, he saw sinners in the church and where they were, they were all Christians. But uh, an, an, an apostle can do all of these things. And we are really privileged here in Grace Bible Church to have to have a man or a gift that God has given us. And a gift that God has given us, a gift, where gift, you must be able to handle it properly. Because a gift is because he loves you. He wants to see your prosperity. And, and uh, uh, God has given us a wonderful, wonderful man of God as an apostle. He operates as an apostle. I have seen this, those early days when I've been watching together with my wife, we have been watching the gift ministry that God has given to Bishop Musa. When the grace was just starting, Grace Bible Church. And God has been so wonderful and the gift was growing and the work was growing and it was really, really marvelous to see what God is doing through the, this life. It's given to some people, pastors, apostles, and all the other, evangel other, other people. But the gift that we have today is that we are celebrating is an apostle. He, is, he has done great things. An apostle is not only for you. I want to shock you not only for Grace Bible Church, but is an apostle for the body of Christ. God has used him in many places, but somehow or other, he is very near to you. And this gift, because it's a gift that God has given you to be able to grow spiritually. Some churches don't have these gifts, I can tell you. Some have got positions. That's why they have used this gift as a position. This is not a position, it's a ministry that God has given his people. Now, it's a wonderful gift that we have that we are celebrating today in the body of Christ. And we have seen what God has done in his life. And some time ago, I was invited to come here and uh, speak to the people who were ready to go out, young people, to, to go and plant churches. And he was training them to go out. That's what the, what, that's what the apostle does. He trains both Timothy, both Titus, and many other people to go out and reach the souls of men. What I've realized is that you cannot preach the gospel unless you love the souls of men. You cannot preach the gospel unless you've got the compassion. Jesus, the Bible says, this word compassion, 
appears many times in the New Testament. At one time, the Bible says, Jesus came out in a house and he saw the multitude. And the Bible says, Jesus was moved with compassion. You cannot preach the gospel of Jesus Christ unless you have got compassion, the love of souls that God has created. It comes from God. It's a baptism from God. He doesn't preach. I've been listening here today. He doesn't preach for money. He doesn't see money in you, but he sees souls in you. And that's the great man that we have in, in the Lord Jesus Christ. We love the Bible tells us that the gift is given by God. You know, Jesus was an, is called an apostle in the book of Hebrews. He came from heaven and he came down and he came as an apostle. He died, he rose again, and he left the 12 disciples. Did you know that when he rose again, when he met them, because I, I'm not sure whether they were born again whilst he was still using them, while they were still working, but when he rose from the dead, the Bible says he breathed on them. I believe that was when they were born again, when he breathed the Spirit of God on them. And the church was born out of 12 people. And after a few days, after 10 days, these very people stood up and went outside and proclaimed the good news of the gospel. The Bible says, and Peter stood up, the other people were surrounding him, and he opened his mouth. Not everybody spoke, there was one person, and the others were standing behind him. Today, I want to say to you, stand behind Bishop. Stand behind him with prayers and the materials that he need to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul, though he was a great man of, great uh, apostle, he did great things. When you read the, the life of Paul, you, you are really amazed. But in all of those, you hear Paul asking some churches, and he says to those churches, please, pray for us. Pray for us. We need your prayers. He needs your prayers to stand behind him. As we celebrate this day, the Founders Day, we are not looking, we are not, not he has been with us. He has been standing behind him and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we, I have def, I have personally watched the life of Bishop Musa. There are several things that I've seen in his life. First of all, he is a humble person. And many people, but Langanisa is humbleness, no weakness. To be humble is not to be weak. The Bible says Moses was the meekest person in the whole, in the face of the earth. But that's, that doesn't mean that he was weak. There's no weak person who can, live, who can lead three million slaves out of Egypt into the way to Canaan. That takes power. In the book of um, Acts chapter 7, verse 12, when Stephen was talking about, 
about Moses. He says Moses was powerful in words and he was powerful indeed. So to be, to be humble, it doesn't mean that you are weak. And I believe that God uses humble people. To lift up the other people. And the bishop, he is a humble person. Everybody can greet him. Everybody can approach him. Except more funny business now. Then you have got to make an appointment with him. <laughs> and then, on top of that, he is a good Bible teacher. Yeah. I have... I have listened to his uh, CDs. I have listened to his cassettes. And... Um, Powerful stuff. He came to the Bible college and uh, I was to introduce him. I don't know if you remember. I was to introduce him, so I said, No, Baba, you cannot introduce me. You go out. And I wanted to sit down with the student and listen to him teach because I loved. He said, No, I cannot lecture you. You go out and travel to your office. And he remained with a student. Little did he know that my office, when I open a bit of a door, <laughs> I hear everything. Powerful teaching. He was there for a term. Even the students who were there during those days, they're still asking us, when is he coming back to come and teach? Apostles. Apostles have got the doctrines. They've got the doctrines of the word of God to straighten up things. All the letters of Paul, when you read them, he's bringing doctrines. He's telling people to walk this. There's a way that they must walk in the, in the things of God. So these apostles, they are not only finding churches because that's the work of an apostle to find one of the greatest work is to find churches and more than that is to make the church understand who they follow that's the greatest thing and then what I've learned from him again is prayer I saw that those days when they started grace he used to come to the, to the Bible college and they prayed and prayed and not only there, he used to go at, at the homemakers, they prayed. Even here, he's still continuing to pray. And the church knows that they've got an intercessor. People who love them. People who stand before, them, before God on their behalf. This is a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful gift that God has given us. Now, we need to be able to handle this gift in a proper way. Hallelujah. We need to handle this gift that God has given us. You are blessed. God has blessed you to have a man like Bishop Musa. He's in touch with every pastor around here. And all people love him. 
and we love him too. And God is so wonderful. And we are praying. I've been listening to the clips here. Some were saying that we pray that you live many, many years, even perhaps 100 years. There was, <laughs> there's a story that I've heard that there was a pastor who was loved by people. And this pastor, God grew old, and people didn't want him to live. And they will always go and fetch him in a wheelchair to bring him to the, as long as he's there, they felt the presence of God. And sometimes he would come to the church, and he would sleep. But people were very happy to have him in the church. And I believe that Pastor Musa, Bishop Musa, I don't think there will be allegations when you grow up. I believe that we as a church loves you, pray for you, as long as you have taken the stand that you have taken to preach and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. We thank God that God has... God has baptized you with the love of souls, the love of men. And that's what Jesus came for. He loved the souls of men so that people should be saved and, and get right with God so that they must not be, be lost. And may God help us to stand before this man of God, even during the trials you know, when you are an apostle, you are on the, on the forefront of the battle. There are many things that you are facing. Some of them that can, you face them even before they reach the church. You fight the battles for the church sometimes. And we need to pray for them as they lead us in his, church, in, in his service. May God bless her and, be, and begin to pray and seek God's face for our leaders. Amen. Amen. I want to pray for somebody who is here. You have come to the right place. God loves you. We are talking about a man who has given his life for the, soul, for the sake of the soul of man. He loves them. He wants to send being born again, saved by the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. We would like to pray for you, even now. If you are here, maybe you are not born again. You have just come here. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says, He that cometh unto me, I shall in no wise cast him away. The Bible says, He that shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And you can do that today, and you go, can go out through these doors being a changed person. I would, like to, I would like us to close our eyes, bow our heads as we pray. And if there are some people here. You are here. You are not born again. You, you don't have peace with your soul. The, the power of God is here to change your life. And I would like to pray for you. 
but I cannot pray for somebody that I cannot see. We've got to pray for somebody that we see, that God will deliver you and give you freedom for your souls, save you from your sins. If you want me to pray for you, just show by raising up your hand. I will pray for you. Is there anyone who says, Lord, I'm giving my life to Jesus? Just raise up your hand where you are. We are going to pray for you so that we can see them. We can see you. The ushers can see you. Raise up your hands. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. Don't leave this, don't leave this wonderful opportunity pass by. May God bless you. If there are any people who wants to be born again, just stand up perhaps and come forward. Don't be afraid. Just stand up and come up front.